Hey everybody, happy new years and welcome back to the Wavy Podcast. I hope you guys are all well. Um, I think I've been doing this for like two years now, which is pretty crazy because yeah, I remember I started it, I think it was on New Year's Eve. That's when I launched my first podcast episode. So that's pretty, pretty wild. So thanks to everybody for following along. If you're still here and you've been here from the start, or if you're a new listener, if this is your first episode, thank you so much for being here. Um, anyways, my holiday break was pretty blah. I actually got COVID. Yeah, I mean, it was it was honestly bound to happen. I was going out a lot. Um, and, you know, numbers were at an all-time high. And I decided to go to a club and see a DJ. And, yeah, I wasn't able to spend Christmas with my family Um, I was pretty bummed out about it, but honestly, I ended up finding a lot of comfort in it because, um, not comfort in it, but comfort um, about it because a lot of people were in the same boat, a lot of my friends and friends of friends, family, you know, um, really unfortunate times, but I did make the best of it. I enjoyed the quiet. It wasn't all that bad. Anyways, there's been a lot of talk recently about Instagram. So obviously this is a huge way of how I market, you know, my blog, my podcast, anything I'm doing, I'm marketing it on Instagram. It's a huge platform for me and for a lot of creators. Um, and there's been a lot of talk about the algorithm recently. So especially amongst the music community. So Chelsea Cutler is a singer and songwriter. She's great. I've seen her live, but she posted a Instagram post about how kind of how social media influences um, music careers. And this is pretty much what she said. I'll just take some key points. She said, the music industry is confusing to navigate as an artist right now. It seems like so much music is being released and consumed so rapidly. Individual songs are catching on social media, but it feels like there's such a massive disconnect between listeners and artists that I haven't experienced before. Even as a consumer of music, I hear so many songs nowadays, particularly through TikTok, but something is missing. In the last year, I've only discovered a handful of artists I feel connected to and passionate about. Albums and comprehensive storytelling seem less relevant as attention spans are shorter. Um, Then there's one more slot. There's two more slides, but I'm just going to skip to the last one. It feels exhausting to be constantly thinking of how to turn my daily life into content, especially knowing that I feel best mentally when I spend less time on my phone. It also feels exhausting to be told by everyone in the industry that this is the only effective way to uh, market music right now. Um, And I'll basically leave it at that. Um, So that really sparked some thinking and like, you know, I'm not a musician, but I work with musicians and I also have to create content to like promote what I'm doing. So I really resonated with a lot of that. So originally when I started this blog, like I did have the concept of music and lifestyle, but I wanted like the lifestyle aspect to be a lot about me attending concerts. Like what am I, what am I wearing to the show? Where am I going out before and after the show? Um, What kind of makeup am I wearing? You know what I mean? Like literally just about going to shows, not my daily life. I wanted to like keep that totally private. And a lot of it I do keep private. Like I'm not, I don't really come on Instagram and talk a lot. I don't share that much. Um, but because of the pandemic, I feel like I've had to pivot into that and I, and I don't mind it, but I would really rather just like keep it about, you know, attending shows. But 
because of like how difficult it is to you know market a blog and just like stay relevant i've had to you know pivot my content and like change what i do and like sometimes just share about my daily life and you know i think i'm still like working out how i want to do that and i think there's totally been times where i've shared stuff that like i didn't even necessarily feel passionate about it and it's because like of this pressure to just like create and like turn things into content and and I'm don't get me wrong like I do enjoy it but I still very much feel I'm finding my flow navigating like what we're going through right now um and it's tough and it it's like it's stressful and it's not always fun and it's like really easy to get drained and I know we are like all affected buy this in our own way, like all of us who are trying to market something, whether you're a musician, a blogger, you know, whatever you do, we're all navigating that we're navigating this um, on the social front. But what makes it especially frustrating is the algorithm. And it's about pleasing this algorithm. And honestly, like, we all hate it. (laughs) I don't think I know one person who actually thinks the Instagram algorithm is good or enjoys it. Um, It's absolutely the most frustrating thing. Over the years, it has just changed more and more and more, and it's become this huge frustration. And yeah, I never hear anyone say anything positive about it. Like, I remember being on Instagram as like a younger person, or as a teen rather, and it was all just chronological. And then, you know, I don't even know when it changed, maybe like three to four years ago, things started shifting. But the fact that things don't just appear chronologically and it's organized based on what they think uh, we will like makes absolutely no sense. Like if I follow someone, is it not because I want to see their posts if I didn't want to see their posts, would I not just unfollow them? Like, is that logical or am I on another planet? You know, it just doesn't make sense. And it's frustrating because like, sometimes I miss announcements. Sometimes I genuinely miss things that I want to see. But because Instagram is supposedly organizing it in the way that I would like and is like most beneficial to me or whatever, it just doesn't make any sense. and you miss those things. And as a creator, like on like not only as a consumer, but on the creator side of things, it's so frustrating because your audience is not seeing what you're putting out there. Um, and in terms of like getting your posts seen, only 10% of your audience on average is seeing that unless you're throwing ad dollars behind it, um, which I used to do, but I kind of just stopped. <laughs> Um, and in order to get more of your audience to see your stuff, you have to have good engagement, meaning you have to have a lot of comments on your photos and whatever, which kind of brings me to another point. So said the whale who was actually just on the podcast shared a similar post to Chelsea Cutler. I think her post has like triggered a lot of conversation, um, and a lot of people are resonating with this topic, but this, the, I thought that they just made a really good point about engagement. 
So I'm going to quote them now. We have over, I'm not reading the whole post. I'm just reading a part of it. We have over 100,000 followers across all of our social media platforms, but less than 10% of you are being reached with each post unless we include some ridiculous call to action with each piece of news. Um, Like, here's our new music video that we spent hundreds of hours working on. Also, what's your favorite on-screen romance right now? Um, (laughs) And, you know, I think that's funny. I think there are good ways to engage, and I'm not saying, like, engaging with your audience sucks but like sometimes like I just want to share a cool photo that like is artistic to me sometimes like I don't want to ask my audience a question sometimes it's not necessary and honestly it just comes off as like inauthentic and like very forced and I think it's just changing the way that all of us are creating like as a creator as a musician whatever you're doing like Imagine we were all just, we all just went back to things to when things were chronological and like more, imagine we all just created not for viewership, but imagine we just created genuinely what we wanted. We wrote what we wanted. We filmed what we wanted. um, We photographed what we wanted. It wasn't about getting people to comment or pleasing whatever is trending on the algorithm. It was just fair. Like, I just feel like artistically, like imagine how much we are missing. I know for myself, like it has totally changed the way I'm thinking because I'm thinking about getting it seen and I'm thinking about the algorithm. And a lot of my, a lot of the time I find myself in a creative rut or I find myself very burned out because I'm trying to please this algorithm and because I want my audience to see it. And and I'm not trying to say all my content isn't authentic. I'm just saying it changes the way I create and it changes my creative process. And I think that applies for a lot of creators. Um, and it's beyond frustrating. And it's like, just, I, I just don't get why they do that. I think people have been complaining about this for years. Like, what are you guys thinking? You know, I just think it leads to a lot of burnout and I don't understand why they don't listen to the creators on the platform. But Moseri, who's like a CEO at Instagram, actually just announced that they are um, gonna be testing out two new feed options. So there'll be one that's called home. So just what it is now, you know, them putting what you like in your feed, supposedly. Then there's gonna be favorites. So if you go and just like favorite accounts that like a post you absolutely don't wanna miss, that will be its own feed. And then there's following, which is back to chronological, which is amazing. Um, I'm actually like super excited about that. So I don't know why it's taken so long, but yeah, right now they're only testing it out. I don't know why they don't just like bring it back. (laughs) Um, But as a creator, that like is really exciting to hear because I think it's going to like lead to a lot less burnout for me um and also it's gonna be nicer to consume and yeah i'm 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 pretty excited and i'm also pretty excited not only for things to be chronological again so that everybody has a fair shot of being seen but and also for this pandemic to like ease up a little bit so that i can kind of like you know marry 
having a fair chance and also creating genuinely like what I feel passionate about. It will actually be interesting to see though, how like, is this going to result in more impressions? Um, which is like people, how many people will see the posts? Um, so I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye and like, I want to, <laughs> I hope it's good, but I just feel like a lot of the time stuff with Instagram kind of sucks. So we'll see, but you know, if you're a creator, I think, I think, um, we are all kind of feeling this frustration. We're all feeling burned out of creating content during COVID, but I really hope this like changes the creative la landscape. Um, and how we're all promoting the work we do. So, yeah. Thank you for uh, listening to my little rant about Instagram. So, next, I'm just going to have a little chat about some anticipated albums for 2022. There are some great names. I'm looking at a list on Pitchfork. So, I'm, I'm just going to call out some names that I'm excited about. So, Beach House. February 18th, we're getting a whole album. I feel like they never disappoint. Fun fact, Beach House was like my first favorite indie band. I found them on YouTube. I think the first song I found was Used To Be. Yeah, stoked about that one. Another one is Father John Misty. And he's actually officially announced this one. It's going to be called chloe in the next 20th century and this will be out april 8th um again i feel like he always kills it i am never disappointed so yeah and if you ever have the chance to see father john misty live i mean who knows when live shows are gonna be again here in canada do it um it's a show <laughs> he's like he's really into himself i'll say that but like i'm not i'm not mad about it Okay, the next one is Interpol. This is one of my favorite alternative rock bands, so I'm very excited. According to Pitchfork, it is unlike to sound like anything we've heard before. Its aesthetic is supposedly very relaxed, intimate, and positive feeling, and a bit more uplifting. That's interesting. I've never really felt um, super positive li listening to Interpol. Like, it's not depressing, but it's not, like, feel-good. I guess it's just like a little bit grungy. I don't know. But yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, there's new Jack White. Honestly, I have not been into the new Jack White singles. He's he's super talented. I I don't know. I feel like it his music is getting a little repetitive. I want him to like experiment a little more with his sound. But he but he's great, you know. Hopefully the album is good. He doesn't make bad music. I'm just like a little bored of it. Uh, Kendrick Lamar this year. What? He said, as I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years. What is TDE? Oh, that's a label. Okay. Okay. I thought I was worried it was like going to be his last record. Well, sweet. Can't wait. Oh, we're getting new Mitski. That's super exciting. February 4th. That's interesting because she said she was retiring a few years ago. I'm not mad about that not being true. This, that's uh, really exciting. Okay, so this one's going to be called Laurel Hell. 
And that's all I really know about it. That's all they're saying. Oh, and then there's The Weeknd, which is coming out. It's called Dawn FM, coming out January 7th. So that's tomorrow, I guess, when you're listening to this. It'll be today. So that should be pretty good. I'm not like a Weeknd super fan, but like definitely enjoy his music from time to time. So that's exciting. Anyways, um, I think that's all I have to say today. But uh, happy new year. Hope your year is going well. I hope the Instagram algorithm improves and we all have like um, a creative awakening and we all give a better shot at like reaching our audiences or whatever. Here's to a good year and thank you so much for listening. If you're not already following us on Instagram, go follow us at the dot soundtrack. Facebook, I think it's Facebook. You can just look up the soundtrack. And if you haven't checked out our top 100 list, top 100 albums of 2021, go to the soundtrack.ca. It's right on the front page. Check out our list. You're going to find something new. You're going to find something great. I haven't even listened to everything on that list, so it's worth it. Anyway, have a great day, great evening. Talk to you guys soon.